0: What is going on everybody welcome back to episode 160 it is October 24th Halloween is around the corner the baseball season is in its final series and it is coming to an end the NBA is in its first series and it's just starting we got some winners and losers in the NFL to talk about boy is it going to be a packed episode and we're gonna hopefully you know we don't do it typically speed run through it what's going on Brooklyn how you doing tonight brother (laughs)
1: I'm doing terrible because that's yeah. crazy that you say the, the MLB seasons in this final final stage because it ended last night. So. It did end last night. RIP Yankees, so. RIP Padres.
0: Well, we do have a cool World Series matchup. We'll just talk about that first yeah. right away, honestly, because that's the, the easy stuff. Um, Phillies, they, they seem to be on a magical run. They almost didn't make yeah. the playoffs. The only reason they made it is because the Brewers had an absolute collapse the last week and a half of the season. So the Phillies... Sneak into the playoffs as the last seed. Crazy. They go in. They have to go and play the Cardinals. They wind up sweeping the, right? They swept the Cardinals. Yeah, they swept the Cardinals in the wild card for Yadi and Pools' last games as Cardinals. They move on. They have to play the Braves, the defending champions and division rivals. They did not play the Braves particularly great this year. They go in. They beat them. Did I sweep the Braves, too? No, they, they lost one game. Yeah. Yeah, they lost one game. But they they kind of dominated. Like, the game they lost was close, and the three that they won were like, mink, 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 mink. Um, this offense has just been red hot. Bryce Harper is the, the true story here.
1: He's out of control right now. He's out of control. And, I mean... Let, let me read you his playoff ooh, stats right ooh, now. Okay. He's... Batting with a 419 average, 444 on base percentage, a 907 slugging. He got 18 hits, six of them are doubles, five of them are home runs, 11 RBIs, and only seven strikeouts. He's
0: 18 hits in the playoffs.
1: 18 hits and 10 runs. My god,
0: and I mean, it, yeah. it makes sense, right? Um, and it's one of those things, too. Bryce Harper. You know, he was on the Nationals all those years, and he's always been a good player. He's a two-time MVP at this point. He's always been a good player. But he hadn't made the playoffs with the Phillies yet, even despite his MVP season last year. The Nationals wind up winning a World Series the year he leaves. So the, yeah. there was a little bit of a... I don't think anybody's doubted Bryce Harper's greatness, but we've kind of doubted like his ability to win a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if there's ever been a postseason to put that to bed and just like, no, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. It's this it's this one. He has gone absolutely insane. And I've been saying it really since that Cardinals series where I'm like, Bryce Harper's the best player in baseball
1: right now. Yeah, and, I mean, he's shutting everybody up right now with everything you just said. He's silencing everybody, especially with that home run he hit last night. To ultimately send them to the World Series.
0: Yeah, that the call on that, first of all, I don't remember his name, so I apologize in advance for that. But the guy who was calling the Phillies game, he's gonna be calling the World Series. And he hit it and he goes, The hit of his life. It was a great call. And it, it, it is, it's the biggest and oh. most important hit of his life. Opposite field home run for second throwing 102. Well, you're down a run at home to break the Phillies World Series drought. Yeah, man. It's just really cool stuff. So I'm super happy for Bryce. Kyle Schwarber has been going off. This offense is going to be really, really difficult to stop. But if there's any team that can do it, it's the team on the other side. The Houston Astros have yet to lose a game in the playoffs. Crazy run there. I'm not convinced they're going to uh, because Altuve, Kyle Tucker, have not played particularly well. And those are their two best players to me outside of Jordan, who also didn't play particularly well in this Yankees series. So they just steamrolled the Yankees in a four game sweep off just the strength of Alex Bregman, Pena and a little bit of Chaz McCormick. And if any of those other guys get rolling, if any of those other guys get rolling, the Phillies actually have no chance want that to be out there they actually it's it's gonna be
1: really really hard unless you just get a all-time performance out of bryson and boys which hey, they've been you're gonna need every bit of them they have been
0: scoring and that offense is
1: hot yeah
0: but but there's a difference between the padres (laughs) pitching staff and the astros pitching staff by a pretty wide margin
1: too yeah absolutely and i mean the emergence of jeremy pena like you said he he led them this series and he's going off in the playoffs as well. So shout out to the rookie. Yeah, I mean
0: he's just man. he just replaces an Astros legend in Korea and is arguably better than him right away. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah, and the pitching is gonna be scary. It's gonna be really, really scary. And I mean, we're gonna see what the Phillies uh got for them, but you look across the board with like in terms of the playoff stats, right now they're leading the pack in a lot of a lot of it. They're second in ERA, first in like shutouts, first saves. Well, they're both tied with saves, but they're also a little less taxed. They've only pitched about seventy-two innings. Yeah, they haven't done anything. <laughs> I mean, the Phillies had the Phillies had
0: literally two extra games uh, just because of the wild card, and then they have to play an extra game because. You know, they didn't sweep either of their other series. So they got four extra games on the
1: Astros. Yeah, they, they got 97 innings pitched right now to the Astros 72. So arms are a little rested.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're getting a couple days off. I don't remember when the Friday
1: is Friday. Oh, yeah, then they're going to be
0: chilling. Zach Wheeler pitched last night. I doubt he goes game one, but Aaron Nola going game one is just not an issue. And then Wheeler probably goes game two on a uh, normal
1: rest and. Shout out to both teams literally ending on the same day. And now there's just no excuses. There's no excuses. Yeah, there's there's
0: none of that. You
1: both got plenty of time off to rest, to chill out, to get ready. Clean slate. It's going to be a fun World Series.
0: I think it's going to be a a fun World Series. I don't think it's going to necessarily be a good World Series. Um, No? but I think it's going to be a fun one. I think the Astros are going to win in five is my prediction. I think they do lose a game. This is not going to be a Warriors run from a couple of years ago.
1: Um, But I I think they win in five. I'm probably going with Astros in six. I feel like the the momentum Philly got right now can get them a win or two. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Mm -hmm. when they go back to Philly, too. Mm hmm. I, I definitely like them to take the series of 6, but I do think Dashows are a better team and they pull it out.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things uh, one of my least favorite things that that people in media and we 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 do it every now and then is when we're not sure or you know we're like oh playoff magic so we just say ah oh, this team team that should be favored in seven just because like no 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 if this team is better i'm gonna tell you they're better and i think the astros are significantly better despite oh, the phillies being significantly hotter which is crazy because the astros still haven't lost the game but i think the phillies are way hotter um <laughs> yeah it's kind of weird how that works but like i don't think that matters go
1: phillies though Absolutely go, go Phillies. Phillies, we're, go Phillies we're, Philly, we're Philly fans for the rest of the MLB Absolutely.
0: season. Hey, shout out to my boy, Darian, uh, Ryan Howard's uh, boy over there. That's my boy. We're rooting for the Phillies for you. Rooting for him for you.
1: Shout
0: out, Darian. Dude, shout out, Darian. And, uh, you know, while we're talking about Philly, I mean, they're in the World Series, and they have the only undefeated team left in the NFL. They are on bye this week. But that doesn't mean that they can't still be a winner because they're, they're not, they they didn't lose. They still never <laughs> lost. They still never, never lost. lost.
1: Never lost. But it is week,
0: what week is this, seven? Yeah, week seven, seven in the NFL. We got some winners and losers. And I. this is the first week, and I, we kind of say this every time, but this is the first week where I think I'm really, truly confident that a team is good or bad. Or like where I view a team. Like I think I have a pretty good idea as to what who everybody is at this point. I don't know if you agree or not, but
1: Yeah, this is a good point in the season because you get the first like three weeks, it's like, okay, you might have got a fluker, you might have snuck in a win. Yeah. Cool. But we're seven games in right now. Yeah. And football, like you you could tell. You could tell. If you haven't at least tried to adjust by this point. And there's still very good chances that teams that might be looking bad right now could adjust. And there, but, there will be one or two. There will be. There one will. Or two. But we could. You could see the trajectory happening if that is going to happen. Like mm-hmm. if you're getting just blown out after blowout after blowout, you're not. <laughs> you're not the wrongs. Yeah. Your demons are winning. Sorry are, about they are, it. They are fighting back and they are winning. Yeah. And um, let's just go with winner
0: number one. I think this is the easiest winner of the week. And I think that if you're not paying attention to this team, it's time to maybe start. The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, They are winning in a different way than they won last year. They are 4-3 and right now. Two of their losses came off last second field goal attempts and successful attempts by the other team. If either of those miss or both of those miss, this team has one loss, okay? So they have been playing good football all year, it's just been ramping it up to be like the dominant team we kind of expected them to be. They get a home game against the Falcons. The Falcons come off a good win off the 49ers last week. Yeah. The 49ers were hurt. It wasn't really a, a good 49ers team that they saw, but they still they got in there. They got a big dub, and the Falcons have looked better this year. And Joe Burrow is the game of his life. I mean, he almost does 500 yards, hmm. over 80% completion percentage. Three touchdowns. He rushed for a touchdown. Joe Mixon looked good. Tyler Boyd. That's what's crazy about the Bengals, dude. Tyler Boyd is a wide receiver one on like seven teams in this league. And he's their third option. He's their third option. He had 155 yards and a and He's like big play kind of potential guy, right? Absolutely. The crazy part about the Bengals, and I don't want to last too long on them, but. You can't name a single player on their defense, but I think they're the second best defense in the league. (laughs) Like, the way that they get after it, and they're always having QB pressures, and every single quarterback is just uncomfortable against them. The most points they've given up is 26, and that was in New Orleans last week. It was, a, it was a comeback game, too, so it was one of those kind of a deal. But outside of that, they have not given up over 20 this season. And they've played some decent offenses. Like, they held the Dolphins to under 20. They held the Ravens to under 20, even though they lost that game. The Falcons' offense has actually been pretty efficient this year for the most part.
1: So Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you look at their next two games before the bye, they got the Browns and the Panthers coming up, so... You would think they just continue as uh, they're moving right now and just keep on building on what they got going on over there. So, absolutely, and yeah, the game from Burrow. <laughs> no. Good if, if, lord! If you're a bro. Bengals
0: fan, I'm sure you started the season a little bit uncomfortable. They're four and three now. The record doesn't look great. This is the best four and three team in the league. So, they're better than a lot of one loss teams. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> They'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Uh, we're going to switch it up to a loser okay. because this team right here, if if they didn't win a couple weeks ago, I guess Falcons, they would have lost five in a row. And if I ask you, which team am I talking about that? Oh, they would have lost five in a row. I'm talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, They just lost to the Carolina Panthers. And I'm not talking about they lost in a close dogfight, went down to the wire. No, 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 no. No. They let the Carolina Panthers. The tanking we just traded Christian McCaffrey because we don't have a future right now. Carolina Panthers. that they just put 21 points on your head and only let you score three points. Carolina Panthers. That is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. That's really just disappointed to the fans Mm -hmm. tom brady's cooked Mm -hmm. and you look at their next three games i don't think they might even win any of those you you got the baltimore ravens you got the los angeles rams rams and then you got the seattle seahawks oh that's their best chance it's not Best and you got Gino Rams. Smith who is looking like one of it's the best QBs <laughs> in the league.
0: <laughs> it's not Gino's going to put 30 on them. The Bucks can't score 30. They just can't. It's not possible. They don't
1: have it. So, I don't know what's going on over there. Well, we do. We do. We just don't know right. what's going on at the, at the house. Yeah. <laughs> but oh man, this, this is bad.
0: Well, and and, and, really and I mean, bad. it's pretty easy to see what's wrong with the Bucks, right? What's something that I've been saying the last couple of years the NFL is a quarterback league, and if you don't have a good quarterback, and if you don't have a good O-line, if you don't have a good D-line, you're not going to be good. And guess what right now? The Bucks don't have a good quarterback because Tom Brady is just, like, not mentally there, and he's not doing, like, the supernatural things that he's done in the past. Like, he's not playing poorly, but, like, you know. And he doesn't have a good O-line. This O-line is hurt. They are young, and they are not very good. And they have the worst running game in football. And when you have the worst running game in football and there's no holes for the running backs to get through, and now all you're throwing is checkdowns because not only is the O-line bad at run blocking, but they're bad at just blocking in general, you have no time to get the ball out to your wide receivers. And then when you get wide receivers open, this game was over the second that Mike Evans dropped a 75-yard touchdown. He was wide open. It was a perfect throw from Tom. Perfect. Yeah. And that game was over the second that, that happened because the way that Tom's been this year, he's not that cool, calm, collected guy anymore. That happens, his brain goes into triggered mode, like a like a guy yeah. playing uh, CS: GO and he's angry,
1: right? He's <laughs> and usually for Tom that'll be good. Like Tom yeah. playing from behind is usually the most dangerous creature on the on planet Earth. Like you don't want to have Tom Brady mounting a comeback against you, but right now. Mm. you you get up on tom it's chalk it's chalk Dude. and you got him and you you mentioned it too the panthers i think this
0: is a loss for the panthers too there's no reason they should have won this game because now they're a, yeah. they're a game behind the Bucks, and they're two games out of first place or a game and a half in the first place like this division is horrible um, which I expected this division to be pretty bad, honestly. I didn't think I, the Saints I, I didn't think the Saints were gonna be this bad, but I, I expected it to be a, a step back, especially with the
1: injuries the Bucks had. I didn't think the Bucks would be three and four. No, that, there is no part of me that thought we would be seeing what we're seeing right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to shout out to Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield came in here and they're like, hey, let's trade for Baker. They only give him a fifth. So like, whatever. But like, hey, let's go get Baker. Maybe he can make this product a little bit better. And Baker literally took what the Panthers maybe had cooking and burned it to the ground. Baker. <laughs> you suck like bro like you ruined the Panthers they had hope coming into this year like they had legitimate hope because they're like hey McCaffrey's coming back healthy our defense actually looks really good and really young now if we just get a good quarterback DJ Moore is here like we got a good little team yeah brother and I mean they really need help on the O-line like desperately so I'm happy they're not winning this year but hey the Panthers trade gets Christian McCaffrey. They get a second, third, fourth, and next year's fifth. So this coming draft, they have a first-round pick, two seconds, two-thirds, two-fourths. Draft three O-linemen with all those picks. And then with your first overall, hopefully it's low enough that you can get either C.J. Stroud or um, Bryce Young,
1: which might not happen now because you won this game like a bunch of bozos. And there's so many bad teams right now fighting for that last so place. So many bad teams, bro. <laughs> like think, I'm looking at the Sandins right now, and it's like
0: <laughs> it's got, a little too early to be on tank watch because teams it, it, are still trying to win. I think the yeah. Browns. I think the Browns are still trying to win despite them being two and five, and I think they're a better team than two and five. But like,
1: how I, much better? I, I only <laughs> I only put Jacksonville, Houston, Detroit, maybe Chicago, and Carolina on like, tanks. tanks tank watch. watch. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that's a good transition, too, to my next loser for the week. And kind of the loser for the last couple is the Detroit Lions. Bro, what happened to the Lions? This offense was firing on all cylinders. They looked really good. They still weren't winning games, but the offense was looking really good. First of all, Jared Goff fooled us. So mm-hmm. shout out to Jared to Goff. I, I don't know who a, us was. Shout out to Goff us. making us sip the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Um, Oh, because Goff has like led good offenses in the past, right? Uh, it's never been him, but he's been there for good offenses and mm-hmm. he is just showing that if Saint Brown's not there, he's cooked. He is <laughs> clearly a product of a skill position players. Um and no DeAndre Swift, no no Saint Brown washed. And the Cowboys' defense is really, really good. And that's probably one of the winners this week is just like the Cowboys in general because they force five turnovers. That defense is like insane. I think they lead the league in turnover differential before this week, and they get plus five on it. Like pretty good stuff from them. But the Lions, any hopes that people might have had by like week three or four, even though they're a one and three, of them making a run, they're so dead. This team's not gonna be competitive at all in terms of like playoff pushes and that's good. They shouldn't win. They're doing it the right way. Just like scoring six is a bad look.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm going to give you a two piece winner because as long as they keep on winning, this wombo combo going to be a winner. New York football. And I mean, you could throw the bills in there too. They're doing their thing, obviously. We know that. Yeah, we but know the that. Jets and the Giants, shout out to Brian Dable and Robert Zayla because you could just feel an energy shift with these two teams. Like, they come into every game expecting that they're going to win and they're playing good teams and beating them. And the fact that... The Jaguars
0: and Broncos are good? No. But I nice, just nice, nice, nice needed a check there. I just needed a check. That's all.
1: Dude, you, We're just, good. you got the, you got the <laughs> Packers. I, I know the Packers are on whatever slide they're on. Oh, so just wait until the next loser. Oh, I'm waiting for it. But you got Ooh. the Ravens on there too. like, beat the Dolphins. Like, you've beaten good teams. It's not like just clunkers every week. Yeah. But they're going in and they're, they're fighting. And the energy is crazy with it. And the fact that we're even here talking about Jets and the Giants being winners this late into the season, and like not moral winners. And we talk about moral victories all the time. And we haven't even started talking about them this season. None zero. Haven't we haven't many. even talked haven't about them yet. at all. We we usually start getting the moral victories around like around
0: week. now. Yeah, around now.
1: I was thinking more like ten week ten, eleven, you start getting those. Because that's when you really, really start turning the corner, whichever which way. Yeah. But yeah, man. You got uh the <laughs> the six and one and the five and two New York Giants and Jets. So shout out. Shout it, out to the boys. They're big, winners. Big shout out to the boys. They are absolutely winners.
0: Um I did we hear about what happened with Brees Hall? It wasn't the ACL is he out for the year.
1: I haven't saw anything official yet. Okay, well if Brees I've is I've out, I've so. heard yeah. I've heard that they're expected to think it's an ACL, but they're going to do tests in the morning. Gotcha. So. Hopefully
0: it's not because he was really starting to break out, and that's obviously a big part of the Jets' offense.
1: Um, and, I mean,
0: it's kind of the same way over there in the, in the other side of New York. The Giants are kind of a Saquon show, and that's, like, how they're winning. Uh, Saquon and their, like, front four. Their front four has been insane, getting so much pressure. Thibodeau has been just like a a game changer for them on defense. And I don't know if it's like the energy he brings or whatever, but like the rest of those guys over there, like turning into dogs as well. And listen, the giants won this game by a single yard. (laughs) They, the the Jags had a last play. They got stuffed at the one. And you know what? That is. It's just like resiliency, right? It's just, Hey, we want this win, We're going to stuff you at the one. And winning close games is one of the biggest skills that you can have in this league. It, Cause guess what? Like, yeah, they barely beat the Jags. It was in Jacksonville though. And come week 13, if the giants are in playoff contention, still, we're not going to be like, Oh, well, in week seven, they barely beat the Jaguars. No, yeah. because they won this game because they won this game. And yeah, this yeah. offense is limited. And I'm going to say it every week that we talk about the giants. This offense is limited. But the defense makes it so it doesn't matter that their offense is limited. And unless they're playing in a shootout, which obviously they haven't played the Bills, they haven't played the Chiefs, they haven't played the Vikings, they haven't played the Eagles. I don't think they've played the Eagles yet. Uh, they, they haven't been in a shootout game yet, right? And those teams no. would kind of force them to play a shootout. And, they're
1: likely and those are going to be win. the true tests. Yeah,
0: and they're likely not going to win those games if it turns into a shootout. But we'll find out when we get there. I know they play the Vikings. Obviously, they play the Eagles twice. I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like, if they have any uh, games of that nature. But even if they have three of those and they wind up with four losses, oh, no. <laughs> <You know. clears throat> oh, no. Uh, yeah, they got the Eagles.
1: They don't got the Eagles until week 14. Yeah, they got the Eagles And the twice. Vikings week 16. Yeah, they
0: get Eagles, Commanders, Vikings, Colts, Eagles. So they got three tough games there at the end of the year. Um, but Kai hey, if you're so able to if there. you're able
1: to take care of business through that uh, middle part of your schedule, like yeah. you're looking at being a playoff team by that time for the yeah. Giants. Yeah,
0: actually, a, a good test for them is going to be next week. They play the Seahawks in Seattle yes. next week. If yeah. the Giants can win that game, I will think very, very differently of them as a team. I don't expect them to win that game. No, I don't expect them to win that game.
1: So. Yeah, because right now you're just a spunky. Spunky underdogs, making it happen, and that's that's awesome. Like you guys, maybe could sneak into the playoffs, but nobody's really like looking at you to be a contender. I think I think they're
0: all. I think they're a spicy team once they get into the playoffs because how defense yeah. plays. But yeah. it's a, it's a tough season, man, and and things and yeah. narratives switch in a heartbeat. And here's the best way I'll, to here's the best cool. way to go about that. Right, the Packers start their year zero and one. Fine. They, they've lost openers before. They've bounced back. Then they go. They win three in a row. And you're like, oh, here they go. They're doing that Packer thing again. Uh, Who did they wind up beating in that three? Now, they beat the Bears. They
1: beat the Bears. Bears the sucks.
0: They, the Bucks. They beat the Bucks by two, which yeah. at the time felt like, oh, that's a big win. No. Yeah. And they beat the <laughs> Patriots by three. And the Patriots by three is actually a pretty good win.
1: And OT. Start-
0: yeah, the Patriots are starting to look good. But that was with Bailey Zappi's first game. If they played again and Bailey Zappi started, I don't think they beat the Patriots. Yeah. Then they go and they play the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders. This, if you look at the schedule, is the easy, soft part. You get the free wins. In theory, you were looking at this, like, six-game stretch between the Bears and the Commanders. And you're like, okay, we lose to the Bucks maybe, and we end this 5-1, and one, and that's the low end. Like, that was the low side if you were a Packers fan. And you're thinking, yeah. okay, we're coming out of this 6-2 and two or 7-1. Then we go play the Bills in Buffalo. Whatever happens there, cool. No, they lose three in a row in anemic offense games. And yeah, you lose to the Washington Commanders. You <laughs> lost to Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders. Shout out to Heineke. He's better than Carson Wentz. I don't think any of us had a doubt in that. Um I think there was a little bit of hope that Wentz could come back to that once MVP. And we've kind of been hanging on to that. Wentz had one Mm -hmm. good season and he's been getting jobs based off that season for years. Hey, shout out to the resume. Kind of embarrassing, (laughs) but like, yeah, shout out to the resume. That's why you you like glimmers of hope are a terrifying thing. Right. Yeah. Taylor Heineke is better than Carson Wentz and he played better in this game when it mattered. I mean, Carson Wentz, we've seen him fold in times of like, we need you to get down the field and like, make a big play and he's like crumbled it's kind of wide at their three and four in Washington and not four and three or five and two even yeah. Rogers was horrible when it mattered and then at the end of the game he kind of got his, his p- stat pads like Rogers loves to do there's nobody that stats their pads or pads pads their stats dear lord better than Aaron Rodgers unless it's maybe Kirk Cousins um, Carson Wentz is actually in that mix too, but like at the end of quarters and halves, there's like, oh, here's here's forty five yards to make my numbers look good because um, yeah. they're playing, you know, soft coverage and I can get it to a guy and they run for fifteen extra yards. Yeah, I, I'm great. He didn't even have two hundred yards in this game. Now mm-hmm. the Packers' issues are mainly that the receivers are terrible. I think if they. Had a number two receiver on this team, they'd be way better. Alan Lazard's just not that good. Sorry, sorry about it. Say Watkins, horrible,
1: terrible well, management. But
0: uh, but boy, terrible management. the Packers are three and four, and we're
1: <laughs> smoking on that cheese pack. He's smoking on that cheese pack.
0: Rodgers and, and Brady being washed is the best thing of all time.
1: And the fact that after these three wins that you should have had, but they're all losses to, in theory, should have been bad teams. After that, you got to play the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. They're going to get
0: stomped. They're going to lose by 40.
1: And we... I brought up the moral victories. That is going to be the most demoralizing loss. When do you think the have?
0: last time that the Packers have lost four in a row was?
1: I could I could try to do a deep dive real
0: quick. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't even kind of tell you the last time they lost four in a row. It's probably at least a good ten years ago. And after the Bills, they get the Lions, and if they don't bounce back against the Lions, if they lose five in a row. I will be doing an iris jig on that episode. Episode 162. Be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for 162. I might go ballistic.
1: (laughs) Okay, so back in 2016, they lost four games in a row. And it was week 8 to week 11. And it was to the Falcons, the Colts, the Titans, and the, the former Washington team.
0: Okay, so they lost to Andrew Luck mvp matt ryan <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ugh, god
1: yeah that that was the last time they uh it was a while ago that's six years ago and and the funny thing is they finished that year 10 and want, six. yeah
0: they won every
1: game to end yeah, the year 10 and, 10 that was and six. that
0: was the rogers run the table year if i'm not mistaken
1: uh they lost week two against the vikings and they lost um yeah, they won every game after that. Uh, yeah, that was the because
0: Roger's like, oh, because they were like out of contention. And Roger's like, oh, I guess we'll just run the table. And then they did. I remember that being like a big ESPN thing. They're like, oh, well, he you it. Oh, he do it. Yeah,
1: they, they lost in the conference championship to the, the Falcons. And we all know what happened after that. Yeah, that was a rough one. 28 to 3. 28 to 3, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's crazy looking at little details. Little that. details are awesome. <laughs> they really are.
0: Oh, man. They really are. Do we have any other winners real quick? I'm sure we do. Um, no. I didn't I'm, say the I'm Cowboys a... defense, just a sprinkle in there. They look amazing. They're the best yeah. defense in football.
1: I'm going to give a big shout out to the Seattle Seahawks for being a winner, for moving past Russell Wilson and landing with Geno Smith, because Geno's been great. <laughs> Nothing Smith short of good. it. So, And the fact that Russ is doing so bad. So just abysmally bad. And yeah. Gino. Gino Smith, of all people. They wrote him off, but he ain't right back. Mm. Ain't Balling. Right Balling. He's doing well. It's, it's cool So shout out, Gino. Shout out, Gino. I, I also want to say
0: shout out Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the, the 49ers, despite their record, they're under 500 now. I still think are. A top three favorite in the NFC, especially with getting Christian McCaffrey. Um, He didn't play great, but he also was only on this team for like three days. So, like, I'm not going to hold that to him. <laughs> but shout out to Mahomes because he's been literally, by QBR, the worst quarterback in the fourth quarter in football coming into this game. He had a 50 quarterback rating coming into this game in the fourth quarter. Crazy. And he did well in this fourth quarter. They scored 16 points. So I, I do want to shout about on that because that is a big deal because getting him going for all phases of the game is scary. They scored 44 against the second-best defense in this league. Mm. They're still not fully healthy, but I don't care. We do not care.
1: We do not care. We do not care.
0: And uh, yeah, that's 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 how I feel.
1: That's how I feel. Go Chiefs. Good for
0: them. Vikings on bye week. I was sad. I was very sad. I don't uh, even know who I'm we living, play next week. I think we play
1: Arizona. I'm living the time of my life right now. Yeah, dude, it's nice. It's
0: nice. Imagine not having five wins right now. Imagine being a football fan, imagine, Bert, bro. and not having five wins. I couldn't imagine it. I, could I really do couldn't. It. It's actually kind of sad.
1: Like, it's kind of that that's just That's just unheard of.
0: Yeah, it's gross.
1: Simple. Yeah. You're telling me you're not great? Couldn't be us. <laughs> no shot. No way. Speaking of great, us. go Ducks, too. <laughs> I'm
0: going to throw that out there. Let's go Ducks. They balled out this week. They played UCLA. They had a college game day <laughs> in Eugene. We don't talk about college football too much, but um, got to get my licks in when I can uh <laughs> they had college uh, game day and they balled out 45
1: 30. another up? little pivot shout out to our boy marquez Forrest, Ooh, the try. black clover 8 and 0 number one in florida for the welterweight division number two in southeast of the united states he's now a five-time champion two times in two different divisions for vigilant mma Man's going crazy. That's our boy. Just got a dub this weekend. Spectators were out there, so big shout out to that.
0: Big shout out to that. Uh, he announced he's going pro sometime soon too. So, uh... mm-hmm. y'all, be, yeah, ready. Yeah, dude. y'all Friday, be ready, brother. Yeah, that's 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 a big time. That's a big time. Cool to see uh, somebody we're we're close with and around uh, balling. Very good to see. And then uh, before we get out of here, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, the NBA is in its young, young, young start of the season. Very young. And the best thing about the NBA, and I I say this with my buddy Nick all the time, the NBA is the best reality television (laughs) around. It's the best. like. You have your your daily novellas, right? Your, your general hospitals and all my children. You got those. And then there's the NBA because that's yep. the morning. And then this is, this is the night shift. This is the 7 p.m. one. The NBA is awesome. And it's all about storylines. We're not going to talk too much about the games that have happened so far, but I want to talk about the storylines that you're looking just to, to see how they play out and how you think they're going to play out. Going through this 2022-2023 season.
1: I want to see how long Russell Westbrook is on this uh, Laker team. Ooh. And not only Russ. Because it's it's a shame to put the blame of bad management of a franchise. It's, not, a all player. Yeah,
0: it's not all it, him. It's definitely not
1: all him. But he is the just uh, the name that they're going to dangle with all the nonsense. So he is going to be the one that's going to get moved. Regardless. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what happens with that. And what this Laker team does with their team because the fact that after game one, you got LeBron saying <laughs> that this team just isn't built to shoot. It's game, it's not like we're in game 50 and like everything's unfold. This is game one. Like, th- think about it. <laughs> this is game bad. one. That, that's like coming out the gates you open it's opening night you guys lose and this is any sport you guys lose you go to the podium do your presser and you just come out and say for your best player to come out and say oh yeah we're not winning nothing this year huh <laughs> like excuse me that's you terrible want, you
0: want to hear how bad the lakers are right now
1: i would i would love to hear how bad the lakers are right now and they're all and
0: three right we, we know mm-hmm. this.
1: They lost last
0: night to Dame. Shout out
1: to Dame. He's he's playing better after that,
0: after that first game he had. The Lakers are shooting. What do you think they're shooting from three? Let's just – let me get a guess. Percentage? Percentage. What do you think they're shooting
1: from three? They've been terrible, so I'm going to go with like 17% from three. Okay, not that bad.
0: 21.2% from three as a team. As I, I, a team. I was,
1: I, was, I was not that far off. As a team.
0: <laughs> 21% yeah. as a team.
1: Yeah. That's, that's bad. One
0: in every five are going in?
1: That's bad. <laughs> that is all time They're bad. shooting
0: 40 a game and they're only making 21%?
1: At that point, when you know you're that bad at shooting, why are you shooting? I understand shoot or shoot, like put it up, it's eventually gonna go in. I get that, but like, can we uh, like, get some mid range in there, drive a little bit, like try to get the ball rolling? Well, here's the thing, bro. I I would
0: defend this team.
1: I would play a zone and just like not
0: let them get inside and just let them shoot threes. Because yeah. if the high end, if on the high end they're shooting 40% on the day, whoa, the Warriors do that to us when we're pressing them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah, like cool, bro. Yeah, Play a little 3-2 on them. Yeah, dude, you're chilling. The Lakers might not win a game if, <laughs> if the NBA team played zone on them. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah. So that's a storyline
0: for sure. Uh, just the the Lakers and what's gonna happen because they should be in win now mode. They have LeBron, and LeBron's been amazing. Let's let's keep that in mind. LeBron has not been bad. This is not a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers situation. LeBron's been great still. So that's um, that's a really good one. I want to switch to the West because the West. I feel like doesn't have as many storylines, right? I feel like there there's obviously storylines, but there's not, like, as many. But right away, John Morant, this is a storyline for me. Is he going to, like, hold up in this MVP caliber play that he has three games in? He's second in the league in points. He's almost at 35 a game. He's at, like, eight and a half assists. And he is like an explosion on offense right now, which you sure. kind of expected. You saw it at the end of the year, right? Like this is not like overly shocking. What is? It? It's thirty four, three boards, seven assists right now. And the Grizzlies are two and one. I I don't know, man. Jaw's looking incredible. And I wonder if he can hold it up. Is he going to end up being, like, the best player in the West at the end of the year? I don't know. Jokic is obviously still there. LeBron's still there. Yeah. Steph still exists. But he's he's doing a really cool thing to start the year. And I want to see if that holds up.
1: Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, I got a little bit of a homer one just because this is probably – Prime time on the telenovela (laughs) little little prime time ratings. But the Brooklyn Nets, what is going to happen with this team this year? You've had all the nonsense during the offseason. KD wants to leave. Kyrie wants to leave. Kyrie comes back. KD still wants to leave. KD comes back. you got Ben Simmons. How does this play out? Does it, like, just fall apart halfway through? Do they ride off into the sunset and this ends up being the juggernaut that it could potentially be? Does Steve uh, Nash end up getting just yeeted out of the gates midseason? I don't know. Tune in next. week and find out because it's going to be wild. I'm really interested to see what happens, not even just because they're my team. Like, these are some of the biggest names in the league, and you just don't know. What could happen game to game? Like yeah, well, KD could send another trade request. Kyrie could sit out again. Like who knows? Who knows <laughs> I, right. I don't know. Nice. Uh-huh.
0: Sure, sure as hell don't know. Well, I want my version of the net storyline is just like Will Ben Simmons become light skin Draymond Green? Is he gonna? Is he gonna be the master of the quadruple single? What's the the fourth in the quadruple is gonna be fouls apparently. Uh because there were two games in and Ben Simmons has ten points. Total. (laughs) I know he's not a shooter, but Ben Simmons was always like a score. Like that was part of his game that he was gonna give you like eighteen to to twenty-two a game. Like that was always part of it. And he has given us ten through two. And granted he fouled out in the first game was kind of embarrassing. He had more fouls than points. Uh, game two is no excuse. I, I can't wait to slant through him the rest of the year. It's going to be fun. I'm so excited for it. Um, Another storyline, though, is going to be like, what happens with tanking, right? So, Victor yeah. Webinyana, I, I can't pronounce his last name, but I apologize. I, th- I think you got it. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, he is the most prized and coveted number 1 overall pick probably since lebron uh might even be more so than lebron i, I don't think i would I say i don't know if he'll be better like i don't that's not what i'm saying but i think in terms no. of like tankitude and like we want this guy yes tankitude yes that's a word oh, yeah i made it up that's a word um he's probably the the most coveted one in a long time and there's a lot of teams that want him yeah. And clearly one of them is not the Utah jazz because they're three, 0 to start the year. And I don't know what that's about, <laughs> but <laughs> I actually really want to know what that's about. Utah. Stop winning. <laughs> stop winning. <laughs> um, but like, how is that going to go? Cause like the thunder. I don't expect them to win many games. The rockets. I don't expect them to win many games. Uh, The Magic, to a lesser extent, I don't expect to win a whole lot of games. Uh, Who else is it? The the Kings should be better. The Spurs are 2-1, and but I expect them to not win a whole lot either because they're the youngest team in the league. Yeah. Who is going to obviously tank for them? And then is the commissioner going to step in when they are obviously and they're on a 24-game losing streak? Step in and be like, hey, No. Because that's what's gonna happen, right? If somebody's like clearly tanking and they're like throwing games and it's obvious on the court, he's gonna have to step in.
1: But what does stepping in even mean? That that's what I want to figure out.
0: Removing ping pong balls? I don't really know. Like you can you can nerd you could say, hey, you're clearly tanking, and the N- uh, the NBA is very anti-tank, right? We that's the reason for the lottery to begin with. Like we don't want to use yeah. a tank. And they expanded the lottery and they made the odds worse for the one and like the one, two, three. Right, they made it a little bit worse so that you can't just be the worst to get the one pick. Like that's the reason for
1: it. Yeah. And
0: so if you're just clearly trying to get the most ping pong balls,
1: just take some away. I don't know. And and it's weird because I feel like it ends up being like a weird kind of gray area because it's like what if a team just really is terrible and they look like they're tanking but they're just dog water but that's never happened in this league right like there's
0: never yeah. been a team that's come in and legitimately been an eight win team that's never happened it never will happen no there's no team in the history of the nba that can't win 13 games is <laughs> yeah. isn't
1: yeah I'm, but, I'm just interested to see like what are the punishments or like the, the I wonder, the yeah. Worst?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, if he doesn't step in this year, he never will. So I think it's a big year for that because again, this is the biggest draft in forever. I feel like this is, what's the last like really big guy. I feel like Andrew Wiggins was super hyped up coming in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I can't even tell you outside of that. Like, obviously, there's been great number one overall picks, but, like. Yeah. Like, last year's draft was good, but, like, there was, like, three or four guys that could have gone one overall. Anthony Davis, maybe. I think Anthony Davis is a good one. He was really hyped up. I don't know if you remember that, but Anthony Davis was, like. That was, like, the undefeated Kentucky team. That was just, like, damn, this guy's never going to lose again.
1: I mean, they they put the kid on on Team USA. Yeah, so bro, he's like, on Team USA. <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah,
0: I remember that, and I'm like, why, bro?
1: Yeah, that that was wild.
0: This an all time great, apparently. Could hey. Never stay healthy. Name a better combination than PB and J. Anthony Davis and injuries. <laughs> it's so oh, bad. Man. It's so bad. You got any other storylines? There's so many, but
1: um. We get the sequel to a storyline. Shout out to last year when the year started and we were like, "Why? Why in the world are the Hornets, the Cavs, and the Wizards like in the top six of the NBA? Why?" And then they stood there for a little minute, and here we are. Three Was games. Wizards the and
0: Hornets fell off a bit, but the Cavs were actually like a team.
1: Yeah. So now here we are. We're looking at it again. It's only and three games. I don't want to react. The jazz no, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that it's interesting that that's even happening again. So it's like, I then the Cavs stay there because the Cavs are they're built to win now. Easily a contender this year if like everything goes according to plan. Like they, Which they never can make a run, never never knows. does, and you know, tough. But that's why we love the beginning of the season. You got Everybody all the hope. Hoping-
0: everybody has hope Yeah, you got new faces besides the rockets and the, the thunder everybody has hope
1: at least we don't got to see spider in the new uh jazz unis so that's true that's true but the it better is. them. so yeah. the
0: last the last one that i want to talk about is zion and the impact that he's gonna have on this pelicans team they've already won two games Brandon Ingram's maybe the most not disrespected star because I don't think being the best player on like a team that just can't get out of like, you know, the play in is going to be disrespectful. But I think Brandon Ingram is just really, really good. And now Brandon Ingram could maybe be the third fiddle on this team offensively. And that's going to really open him up. They have four truly good offensive weapons if you're counting Jose Valenzuñas, which I would. I would add him in there. He's he's a pretty nice option. He's shot the three pretty mm-hmm. well as his career has gone on. McCollum, Zion, Brandon Ingram, Valanciunas is as good of a big four as there probably is in the league, especially if Zion comes back, which so far he has. He's scoring 22 a game, and he's looking as explosive. looks thin. He looks athletic. He looks healthy.
1: What's up with the injury, though?
0: I don't know. He came out of he came out of the game yesterday. I don't fully know what happened with that. Actually, um, it like a, it's a hip. It's like a hip, thing. A hip yeah. injury. I don't know if it was anything serious or not.
1: I don't either. So maybe we'll find out more it, about that. But, and then Ingram also left with a concussion.
0: Yeah. And and both are day to day. So I don't know. It's a hip contusion. I have no idea if that's like a big deal or not. Honestly. Um, but to be three games back, and that's the thing, is Zion gonna be healthy for sixty percent of this season? Because if we get sixty percent of Zion, the Pelicans should be a playoff team in a pretty high seed too.
1: Yeah. but we get a full season of healthy Zion in his career? That that's another probably not. question. Probably not. And that's another very strong question. Yeah, probably not. Zion's like Zion's the running back
0: of the of the NBA, right? Like He's going to have a short life in terms of not, you know, we love Zion. Don't die on me. <laughs> a short NBA life. Oh? He's going to have a short <laughs> NBA life. He, he just will. The way he plays, he's, it's very like downhill and getting hit and jumping a very, lot and being, yeah, in la- being in lanes where there's feet and you're going to land it, on it's, feet. It's kind of,
1: like, it's kind of like a Derrick Rose type thing. Hopefully not with the injuries, yeah but just where, um, you're constantly just being explosive and you're too explosive for your own good. And he's a big boy. So him doing that is just putting more strain on everything, everything. And now the thing is, will Zion be able to like adjust his game down the stretch or like revitalize that second part of his career? If that does happen, hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully he's a high fly, just dominant in the paint in your face type Though but it's hard to say at this point. Yeah.
0: Uh you cut out a little bit there, but I, I think I got the the vibe. Like, can he stay dominant? Can he stay as the same playmaker or yes. player essentially? Yeah. And I mean that makes sense. And like look at the the high end for guys like this, right? Uh prime Russell Westbrook was like he never really got hurt. Like injuries weren't like a real thing for us for the most part of his career. Mm-hmm. and he's had a pretty lengthy career. He's been in the league, what, 12 seasons now? Uh, s- something along that. But even with him, like, without the injuries, that career is very rapidly, like, deteriorating because the explosiveness is not there. If there's anything yeah. in Russ's game that you're seeing is that he can't get to the bucket like he used to. And so he's relying on shooting more than he used to, and he was never a good shooter to begin with. So yeah. that's... um. That's the high end in terms of, like, this guy never gets hurt. But even then, if you're not getting injured, it's still taking a toll on you. And your explosiveness eventually goes away. Absolutely. But, you know, we'll we'll follow the Pelicans. I think that could be a really fun team if they are healthy. And I don't see why not that they could make any semblance of a run. I just don't. Because they have, like, those types of pieces and they have good defenders. Plus. And I was
1: saying I was saying that's a possibility back when like it was Zion, um Lonzo, yeah. Ingram, uh Steven Adams, this like team is team's I like, definitely man. way
0: better now though. Like CJ yeah, a, CJ McCollum is better yeah. than Hart and Lonzo and all that. No, nah, absolutely. Valentine is the dog. Brandon Ingram's better than he was, so Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you have some some guys, but We'll be looking at those, and we'll obviously be talking about more storylines as the season goes on. But those are just some of them that we're looking at. Again, it's a telenovela, and uh, we're we're excited to be keeping up with it and watching. Uh, I'll definitely get more into it once the uh, the baseball season is over. But uh, shout-out to Omar for killing NBA content already. Big shout-out to our dog. Hopefully we'll have him on one of these episodes soon.
1: Maybe next week. Cause Let's I know what he's, he's talking like.
0: He's, he's uh, watching a lot more basketball than we are right now, so we can get the true mm. insider.
1: I'm not work- watching the World Series. Oh, I'm gonna you, be watching baby. basketball. <laughs> nah. choosing pieces is nice. Choosing <laughs> pieces is nice. <laughs> I'm watching it for you guys. That's it. And only you. That's that's the only reason. Would you,
0: baby. Would you, I don't care. you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and/or watching. Be back next week for episode 161. We'll be talking a lot more basketball and week eight of the NFL. It's going to be Halloween, up. too. It'll be Halloween. So if you're watching it next Monday, you better be wearing a costume. If you're not, I'm going to make fun of you for it because we'll be wearing costumes. I got hmm? my – we'll be wearing costumes. <laughs> yeah. We're dressing up.
1: That's crazy.
0: That's crazy. It's a <laughs> Halloween. It's spooky. I'm going to put fog on the screen. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. But thank you guys again. We'll see you next week. And uh, stay tuned for any and all Spectators content at Spectators Media. Peace.